Welcome to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast. Hyphenation. You're dashing. Debonair. Daring. And outside recording at 11.30 at night, host Kellen Conley. Now, <clears throat> this episode is a little different. So, you may have noticed that I've been um, doing... Having, having some people on here lately, you know, I don't want to put a name on it because I literally have one to go after this. And if I don't nail it, I'll consider the whole thing a failure. Not honestly, but you know how these things go. Anyway, I was lacking someone to come on the pod. And so I was struggling. Like I, I planned maybe get a hold of my friend Gary Loring who uh, used to run Gary's Comics and More, and now is at Four Horsemen Comics here in Morgantown. Talked to him. Plans didn't really work out, mostly because I didn't reach out to try to schedule anything. So that didn't work out. Um, I didn't really scramble to replace the guest I was supposed to have. When that happened, I rescheduled with him. But then I could have moved some things around. I wasn't as quick on my feet as I could have been so that really didn't happen but then I was like wait I have something a long 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 time ago in an address that I no longer am at here in Morgantown I sat down with a friend on a Sunday and we recorded what I labeled as the hyphen and easy podcast. Easy is uh, one of my best friends, Ed Brown. And back in the day, circa 2007, Ed used to make routine, frequent trips up to Morgantown to hang out, hang out with our friends and, uh, you know, just kick it, you know, as he was wont to do. Um, shoot, 2007, I would have been 24, and Ed is a year or two years ahead of me. I think Ed is two years ahead of me. I think he's 80, a year ahead of me. I think he's 82, baby. So, yeah, Ed was 25, man, and we, he was just coming up all the time, work during the week, come up in Morgantown, kick it for the weekend. We'd hang out, go out to eat, watch movies, and do dumb stuff all the time, just all the time, cutting up. Well... We sat down and cut up on a podcast, and this is what you're about to hear is literally the results of this now 12-year-old podcast. Like I said, it was recorded on a Sunday. We talked about NBA All-Star Weekend that had happened uh, that day. We talked about Daytona 500, which was apparently a big deal for us. I I didn't talk like myself the whole time. I can't even do the way I was talking now because I think I was trying to talk like Ed. Because one of the things I do that I notice over the years is when I I get real close to someone, I start adapting their mannerisms. So this whole podcast, I think I'm trying to talk like Ed Brown. And it's crazy. I can't even do the voice anymore. You know, I can't even do it. I don't even t- like. I don't know what I was thinking. I need to play it for Angel. Like, was I acting like this all the time, and you didn't leave my ass then? <sighs> yeah. So um, we uh, 
what else we talk about? Talking about some NFL stuff. I think we're talking about Randy Moss before the trade went down where the Raiders traded him to the Patriots for that that uh, 2007 season that the Patriots almost went undefeated during. And we just cover a lot of stuff and we talk about our friends and things we're doing. So I'm going to closely edit this. I don't think we said anything too wild. But if you hear some edits, it's really just because it shouldn't be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's not appropriate because 24-year-old Kellen Conley is not 36-year-old Kellen Conley. And same for uh, Ed Brown. I'm sure there's some things we see on this pod that really don't need to be said, uh, at least not up to hyphenation standards. So you're going to hear that. And then Marcus actually was in town on Sunday. Marcus showed Mad Love Robinson. Oh, by the way, this podcast brought to you by hyphenpodcastgroup.com. Morgan Tell, West Virginia-based podcast collective, bringing great podcasts to the people. And uh, the Mark Rob, the M-A-R-C-R-O-B.wordpress.com, written by my semi-regular co-host, Marcus Show Mad Love Robinson. He was in town. He went home for a wedding back in D.C. Um, and it was his aunt's wedding. He went to that on Saturday, hit me up on Sunday, drove up to see me and a few other Morgantown friends. Um, we hung out for a little bit. Then uh, we went and checked out uh, BSB Wings here in Morgantown. Anthony joined us. So that was a good time. Got some deserted Sonic. And then I brought him back to the crib because I drove and he went to go find his other friends, man. But it was great to see Marcus. So it's the first time I'd seen Marcus in person since uh, since he left <laughs> in 2007, in, in 2017. So uh, it was a real good time. I uh, appreciated him seeking me out during his journey back east, so to speak. I believe he goes, Did it, was he going back? Yeah, I think he's going back tomorrow to San Antonio. So by the time you hear this, which ironically enough, by the time you're listening to this, as long as I don't fall asleep for some reason, um, you will, Marcus will be on his way back to San Antonio. Uh, so we had a eight-minute conversation at Sonic about Lady Gaga and Stars Born and Anthony was there. So I'm going to throw that in here at the end so you can check that out. And uh, I'm not going to do an outro or anything. So last thing you'll hear is that little conversation with me, Marcus, and Anthony. Then we'll get to the credits and uh, all of that, man. So enjoy this episode of Hyphen Nation, episode one, damn, 128. Uh, featuring Ed Brown and Marcus showing Mad Love, showing Mad Love Robinson and Anthony Sellers on the very very back end, and I'll be back on Thursday, Lord willing, with another episode. Appreciate each and every one of y'all listening, and uh, yeah, all of that. So thanks, y'all. Yeah, what's up, everybody? What up? What up? Um, I'd like to welcome you to the Hyphen and Easy Podcast, um, Volume 1. Yes, sir. February... What's the day? 18th. February 18th, 2007. 07, baby. Day after Michael Jordan's birthday. He just crossed himself for those of you who cannot see him. You need a camera now, Ed. See? See? Matter of fact, I'm about to get a camera. Go get a camera going right now. This is so epic. So, um, yeah, we peeped out the slam dunk competition last night. Yeah, I wasn't very impressed. Not at all. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say that as well. Like, um, 
I, I was real hyped up at first, but um, for, for the caliber of judges that they came out, it, it could have been a lot more better numbers. Yeah, I agree. Like instead of Kobe and Vince actually judging, I think they should have been in. Kobe's a sissy now. He ain't going. He wouldn't even take off his sweats the first time, though. Kobe never wanted to see Vince. I, I, I think that's the whole problem with the whole thing. Pretty much. Pretty much. I have to agree with that. But um, what else did we see last night? We saw um, the skills challenge. Yes. Caught the end of it. Saw Kobe choke. <laughs> she cracked under pressure. Yeah, he saw Dwayne Wayne come down. Dwayne, Dwayne Wade <laughs> come down the court. And he's like, man, he did that real fast. I, don't, I, I can't do it. So... He totally choked when it meant the most. Up and coming, Wayne Wade, big shout out to you. Thanks for holding it down once again, keeping it away from Kobe. Yo, and, you, and your wifey's fine, dog. Yeah, she's very, very, very pretty. <laughs> she's fine, dog. <laughs> um, also peeped out the three-point contest. My early pick, Jason Terry, decided to only hit make 10 points. That was so whack. Yes, and then at the beginning, I did pick Jason Capono. I repeat, I did pick Jason Capono. I have to verify that he did, fucking asshole. Pretty oh, this this podcast has strong language. <laughs> yes, your discretion is advised. Listening discretion is advised. <laughs> but um, in case you ain't know, I, I am B-Hyphen, world-renowned, famous, you know. And I got my big homie, Easy here, who pops in every two weekends. Say hello. To the people, we we've had a good weekend. We Thursday night we went out to um, Bent Willie's to celebrate Maureen's birthday. Yeah, my, my my former boo, she's been replaced. By the way, his his boo boo's been replaced. If you're hearing this, Maureen, I'm sorry. That's how it goes. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, this thing's getting on my nerves, dog. I, I just I gotta leave the pop stopper on though. It's all about quality in my yeah. world. Um, yeah, and Quams also came out from Hyphen and Quams show. Quams and Hyphen interchangeable. You know how it goes. Hating like usual. And picking up all the chicks as usual. <laughs> like he had like four or five girls come up to him, man. And all of them was like six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? He can't climb those mountains. He need to pass them on. Yeah, he had, I was like, Kwame, who's that? I don't know. Like you lying. You have to know that girl. She talked to him for like four minutes. He's like, I don't know. He's straight hating, yeah. That's what he get. That's why he got cock blocked. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Angel for cock blocking on Kwame. Yeah, he, he truly deserved it. Good job, Angel. Good job. Get some clapping going up in this. Um, also, um, what else had? Oh, Justin went out with us and his roommate Chris. Yeah, that was that was truly enjoyable because we haven't hung out with Justin in a while. Yeah, my intramurals buddies. Our team's currently 0-4, going for 0-5 tomorrow night at 9 p.m. <laughs> Against the best team in the league, according to Justin. So I'm not looking forward to that. Probably going to lose by 50, but it's all good, homie. As long as you had cheerleaders. Yeah, that's true. As long as you have cheerleaders, everything's all right at the end of the day, I suppose. And then what, what are we doing Friday night? Friday night, oh, before we get into Friday night, I want to send a big I apologize to my boy Wes, <laughs> who apparently came to the crib after we got back from Ben Willie's other night. And he promptly fell asleep. Yeah, we proceeded to pass out on him while it made a conversation. Yeah, we, we both just passed out. And then next morning, apparently, I was face down on the couch and Angel thought I was dead. <laughs> but I was okay. Yeah, he was okay. I, I, I checked his vital signs in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next night, what, what were we doing Friday? I went to classes Friday. And then um, 
Friday after did we go to eat anywhere on Friday? Friday. Oh, we did. We went to the Roadhouse. Yeah, we went to the Roadhouse on Friday. Enjoyed us some nice hearty steaks. Twenty-four ounce steaks at that. Big fucking steaks. In case you didn't Damn realize, man, thirty dollars for those things. They were worth it though. Yes, it was. It was very very tender. Had had a nice little dinner with Angel and um and um Suzanne Bork who was up visiting. Yeah, very, very attractive women. And um, Nikki Cannon also was there, who's off limits. <laughs> yeah, off limits to 18. No, no, I will kill any of you. I'll put that on record, son. But that potential is mine. <laughs> I call it dibs. And anyway, this ain't my name is Earl. Shout out to Catalina. But um, Friday night... <laughs> Um, also went over to my boy Chivalry's house for a little bit, played some, played, played some of the Wii and the verdict is the Wii is all it is cracked up to be, but some trying to play regular games on the Wii is kind of difficult for me anyway. Cause I, I don't, all that arm moving and stuff, man, I just like, I was trying to play Marvel Ultimate Alliance and I was just having a little trouble. Like I was doing it, but I was just used to having the PlayStation controller in my hands. So True. the Wii is a good buy though. I like, um, the Wii sports game is pretty awesome. I got my ass kicked in all the all the games on there, but I still had a lot of fun playing Wii Sports. I even got I, I even got knocked out by Jessica in Wii Sports, dog. Wow. Yeah, because trust me, it does not matter who's got the sticks. It's all about what you do while the sticks is in your hand. <laughs> and I was not doing what I was supposed to. I was just swinging like crazy and getting knocked the fuck out. According to everybody in the room at the time. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Thanks a lot, buddy. Um, then, then we actually went out to Crockett's um, later that night. And met up, a good time. yeah. Met up with our good buddies, um, Josh and Andy and CFX and Profit Money and um, Mi. Mi. They they promptly left to go get some girls, according to them. And according to their message, they sounded successful. But by the time I got back up with them. They had no girls, so it seemed to only be like a ten minute gap in time. <laughs> we got girls, and then we're there, and there's no girls. Figures, figures. I was so whack, son. Yeah, it was so whack. Um, also, shout out to Sydney, who's going to Iraq very soon. That that's terrible. To stay safe, homie. If you see bullets flying your direction, duck cover and hide. Stop dropping road. Shoot back, motherfucker. <laughs> Do something. Don't let them hit you. Don't let them hit you. Um, let's see. After Cro- we went to bed after Crockett's, uh, and during the night we slept. Um, how was how was your sleep on Friday night? But <laughs> my sleep was pretty pretty rough. <laughs> but uh, we 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 forgot to say that we um actually went to Hold Dizzy's. Yeah, we did go to Hold Dizzy's. That's right. We went to Hold Dizzy's for Sydney's going away party, and we got there, and the party seemed like it was over. And well, we still hung around for a couple hours. Yeah, we we talked to CFX and Profit, and and I got real drunk and was dropping grape juice and stuff. Right, and talking bad about girls as usual. And then we got kicked out of Holt Dizzy's house like he had a curfew. But shout out to Holt Dizzy anyway, because he can only have black folks in his house for a certain <laughs> time apparently. But it's all good. Because on um, CFX is like, yo, we gotta go. <laughs> Holt said we gotta get out. He about to kick us out. Like, you gonna kick us out. <laughs> he gonna kick out. That was some funny stuff. But on Saturday, got up early in the morning. We went to go see Ghost Rider. Yes, that was a very good movie. Kudos to Eva Mendez and Nicolas Cage for being involved in that movie. Yes. Because um I was a little worried because one, Nick Cage is in it, and two, Ghost Rider is kind of a one of those Marvel properties where it's kinda like you you either it could go either way. 
Yeah. Well, you love it or you hate it. Yeah. Because it's not like Spider-Man or X-Men where it's like going to get X amount of people go see it. Right. And it was like, it was either, it had to show and prove. And I say it definitely did its thing. Yes. I, I enjoyed the horror elements. Um, Enjoyed the humor as well. So I've read online a couple places where some people thought the humor shouldn't have been there. It should have been darker movie. But I think they had a good balance of good and dark in it because you don't want it too dark because then kids can't really go see it right. being as PG-13. Um, but you also want to kind of stay true to the hardcore comic fans that have been reading Ghost Rider for years. Right. But um, I definitely enjoy Ghost Rider. And uh, extra kudos to Eva Mendes on um, growing your boobies a little bigger for the movie. I really appreciate it. And um, I still say in that one scene where Nicolas Cage has his shirt off in front of the mirror, those are prosthetics because there's no way in the world his scrawny ass is that ripped. Nick, Nick Cage, I heard you was working real hard on your body, buddy. You, you get a good shout out from me, man. Good job, man. Made me want to go pump iron myself, homie. I'm hating. <laughs> F Nick Cage. <laughs> nah, nah, I say it was definitely good. If I Like in the recent Marvel movies that's come out, I say it's up there with the... It's in the upper echelon. A lot of people probably disagree with that, but I liked it. Damn it. That being said, I am hating on the fact that you got to make out with Eva Mendes. Yeah, it looked like you weren't doing a good job of it either. He's all smashed up against it and stuff. Leave it to the brown, baby. Leave it to the brown. (laughs) Um... Yeah, what else? Oh, we saw some interesting previews before the movie. Yes. Saw a preview for a new Resident Evil movie. It's going to come out. Um, That looked kind of tight. Like, I hadn't seen other Resident Evil movies. Like, I got planned on getting around to it, but this one looks like I definitely need to see it. It looks real hot. Also checked out a preview for um, a new movie called Knocked Up. And that movie looks like it's going to be hilarious. has Kate Bosworth in it. Kate getting hotter with the gears. Also has um that one of the dudes from... um. 40-year-old virgin. I did not know his real name. Yeah, the curly head guy. He's kind of kind of chunky a little bit. Yeah, uh, it's also from the director of the 40-year-old virgin, I believe. Right. And um, it looks very funny. Um, you need to peep that out. And then also, I, I had a little orgasm movie theater when I once again saw the Spider-Man 3 trailer. I can't help myself. That movie just looks awesome. Yes, and uh, Kirsten Dunst still look hot as Mary Jane. Just don't don't let her smile too much on the coast. <laughs> Um, also, um, about Spider-Man 3, I'm really, ho- like, honestly, I like Spider-Man, the original, better than Spider-Man 2, because I really hate the way Spider-Man 2 ended. I'm really hoping, I have big hopes for this one, because I'm hoping it'll surpass both this, both of the previous installments, and just judging from the previews, it looks very tight, because even Easy said he was going to go check that out. With me. Yeah, it looked like it's going to be a lot of drama to that, a lot of twists and turns in that Spider-Man movie, make it real interesting. I think it might be the best one yet. Yeah, because Harry Osborn's going to be Green Goblin the second, it looks like. We don't know his official name, but it looks like Green Goblin the second. Then, um, oh, also we did see Fantastic Four. We'll get that in a second. What else was I saying? Sandman's in the movie. Yeah. The black costumes in that movie. I don't like. I don't know if Venom's gonna be in the movie per se. I think he might show up at the end and he's still part four. But I really hope they just go ahead and say Venom's in it too in the movie because I don't even know Tobey Maguire's coming back for four. So, um. Anyway, like Easy just said, we also peeped out the Fantastic Four trailer, Rise of the Silver Surfer. And I was a fan of the first one up until the end when they kind of took out Doctor Doom way too easy. Um, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of cheap. But Doctor Doom is going to be in this one. And Silver Surfer, of course, who, who's yes. in the movie's title. And um, that trailer was very tight. Looks like Silver Surfer decided to fly around Reed and Sue's wedding, a.k.a. Jessica Alba and... um. Oh, I can't remember his name. The dude who plays Mr. Fantastic. And um, 
and then it reads like Johnny. Johnny's like, I just bought this tuxedo. Then he takes off and he goes after him. And then Surfer ends up grabbing him and like dragging him out of the atmosphere, then dropping him back to Earth after his flames went out in space. Doesn't look too good for Johnny Storm. Right. But um, shout out to Chris Evans for doing his thing in that part. And also Michael, Michael Chiklis did, had a little scene in there where he's crying at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Probably because he's too ugly to get with Sue. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all the trailers we saw right though. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember any other ones. So they must have sucked. Um, then after that, um, went and got up with um, 6624 John Monic, got some flyers and crap. Yeah, true. Then um, went over to Bocce's, had um, dinner with Angel and Christian and... Um, Nikki and Ed went incognitus. Got back and um after I did a little bit of cleaning up and had a little strange visit from Rodrigo and Marquita. <laughs> um went and watched All Star Saturday. And now we bring you to today where all we've done is pretty much lay around and look at a little NASCAR and decide to do a podcast. And drink some margaritas. And drink some margaritas, which I'm now out of, but I'm gonna remedy that. I think we're gonna take a quick break. We've been doing this for fifteen minutes. When we come back, we're gonna get into the sporting world. Anything else that we want to. Just remember to keep it locked. You're listening to the hyphen and easy show. show, The Sunday show. The big, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. This is Lou Groza of the Cleveland Browns. Hi, Ohio for Cleveland. What's up, y'all? That's Anthony Sellers. And that's Eric Jordan. And this is Browns in Our Blood. A weekly show where we talk about our favorite team, the Cleveland Browns. You can catch it in video and podcast. On the hyphen podcast group.com. And Monster Long Sound Vision. So. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I hate y'all. <laughs> I got like 15 seconds. Welcome back. Yes, we're back. More margaritas. More margaritas. More 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 stuff. I need to get a splitter though. <laughs> so we can have both two mics left. For something. Yeah, we'll work on it next time. Yeah. Should call Wes, see what has splitter. I wonder where Wes is doing today. Yeah, um, you want to get into a little NASCAR talk? Is that is that true? Yes, I want to talk about this NASCAR. I'm gonna let you business. take it away. I, I got you back, dog. See NASCAR this this whole week, you know, leading up to the Daytona 500. We we should be seeing what's going on behind the garage. It's not so much the dirt that's going on, you know. They try to set a precedent because of this whole Nextel Cup thing. I'm guessing, you know, the whole corporate thing, not like it used to be with Winston Cup. But everybody at the beginning of the year tried to cheat to get an edge. But they tried to set a precedence with the suspensions and crew chiefs and docking um, driver points before the season even started. I don't agree with it at all. Reason being, it, it's been going on for years. I mean, you might, you might as well come out with a handbook or something, you know? <laughs> it's like, you can't do this. But but docking drivers points before the whole deal, you know, more than likely unless they team owners or something like that, they probably didn't even know that it was going on. True. That that that's all about the crew that that's working on the car. Um. So I wouldn't dock the drivers any points off of it. That's what I'm just saying. Crew chiefs, of course, they're gonna take the fall for it because they in charge of the garage pretty much. But uh, 
Yeah, and my man Jeff Gordon, you know, started him at 42nd. I don't approve of that. But you know what? It looks as though he's bouncing back right now, so it's all good. Yeah, we ain't checked the race in a minute, though. Yeah, we haven't checked the race that I'm going to do it. I'm going to go online. Hyphen's going to check out the race right now online, see what's going on. On the on the one and only victory jump off console, a.k.a. my computer. All right. Nobody's computer's name that cool, dog. But yes... These these rules, they're, they're garbage. Um, I understand you're trying to clean up the sport to prevent from cheating, but you know it it, it could have been a different way. You could have you could have gave them all a warning or something for this one race. And then after that, of course, as the season goes on, because it's a long season, then you, then you can dish out suspensions accordingly. But uh, I, I I don't like I think foremost. The way the whole Michael Waltrip thing going on, I just think it seems to be a scandal because of the whole Toyota racing group now. The fact that he went over to Toyota, and I know a lot of people in, in the NASCAR community don't exactly agree with Toyota being a part of NASCAR, seeing as that was 4-0. Looks like Tony Stewart and Kurt Busch have wrecked each other. Yeah, it looks as though Tony Stewart and Kurt Busch wrecked each other. And right now, Jeff Gordon's sitting at 13th, and this dude, M. Truex, I don't know what his first name Martin is. Martin Truex Jr.? Yes. He is currently leading. Martin Truex Jr. is currently Martin leading. Martin Truex Jr., a part of the DEI. And he the Chevy car. In the lead. Mark Martin is right behind him. Mark Martin in a close second. And also, we got Matt Kenseth. Matt Kenseth, Mr. Consistent. He is in third place. Yes. And I got the live flash going now, so it should be updating me. Okay, Jeff Gordon from star 42nd bounced all the way back to 13th. That's good. I mean, NASCAR been totally screw up his race. And, and it looks like um, Harvick gets shuffled back 23rd after running running the top 10, which I means I guess he's decided. I guess he's getting beaten all the time. Maybe he was somewhere um, near, near the crash when it took place. That's true. And it also says Matt Kenseth wins today. Well, every team cheat and send its own chief home for four weeks, heading into next year's Daytona 500. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I believe the same thing happened to Jimmy Johnson or something like that last season, and he still won the Daytona 500. So that seems to be the formula for winning the past couple of years. It does seem to be like that. Yeah. I'm, it's nice to see Mark Martin up front. You know, he's been very, very consistent in the past couple of years, right there in the chase for the championship. But um, let's go ahead and run down the top 10. We got Truex at 1, Martin at 2, Kenseth at 3, Newman at 4, McMurray at 5, Harvick at 6, Bush at 7th. Thought he was knocked out. Sorensen 8. Rudd at 9, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is 10, rounding out your top 10. Other notables, Jeff Burton at 12, Jeff Gordon at 13, Casey Mears at 16, Jimmy Johnson at 18. Greg Biffle. Greg Biffle at 17, Bobby Labonte 20, and yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> that's notable enough. Yeah, Carrie should be happy that um, her boy Jamie McMurray is in fifth place right now. So shout out to Carrie. I hope everything's going well with your mom now as well. Yes, big shout out to Carrie. Big, 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 big shout. But um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing it's turning out to be a beautiful race. Currently, we're looking at the results online. Yeah, it looks like as of lap 167, and last update on Yahoo is 6:06 p.m. So I'm I'm waiting to get get another update. Oh, here it comes. It comes Got an update. update coming right now. 
Wow. That's <laughs> gonna take a second. Slowly but surely, even though my I, my cable bill says I have high speed internet, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um. Okay, here we got a little update here. It looks like um at uh six we'll start six eleven six eleven Eastern. You can read those. Mm-hmm. It says um oh no we should start at the bottom. Hold up. Six oh eight and it says will we have one more big wreck that will not that will clear out the field? That was the question. Then lap 172, speeds have increased as the sun is setting. Lap 172, where the heck did Jamie McMurray come from? He's up to third. Oh, he's in third now. Oh. Or he was at 610. Harvick drops out of the pack to the tail end. He says he's blowing water out all the way around the track. Ooh. Caution, wrecking the back stretch. Um, looks like um, Ruitman, Johnson, Hamlin, Reigns were involved. Also, Jeff Green. And it may have started with Jimmy Johnson losing control. Wow. I'm, I'm guessing that Jimmy Johnson got a little loose. It does seem that way. Something's going on. Something crazy's going on. But um, yeah, that's the two. That's our latest update at six eleven. Yeah, we'll get back to NASCAR updates momentarily. Um, next we are going to talk about the NFL. The and NFL. Whole Mar- Marty Schottenheimer, you know. San Diego front office situation. My opinion on that is they fucked Marty over, yo. Yes, they did. Apparently, his team was behind him, but just because of a quarrel between him and the GM of the team, you know, they didn't exactly see eye to eye. But from what Marty was saying, you know, since, uh, I mean, he tried to work it out with him, sit down, have a talk with the guy, but the guy, he pretty much told him he didn't want to talk about it, you know. I mean, what what's up with that? What I mean, can you do? This, that's part of being an adult, period. I don't know what beef you would have with Marty Schottenheimer, but from, from whatever I heard from other football guys is that Marty's not a hard guy to get along with at all. I heard Marty's one of the nicest coaches ever. Right. Which might explain why he's losing playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> that's another story. Point being, he has a 14-2 record. Obviously, your team is way better than when he first got it. Yeah. Why not get a guy one more shot? 14-2. He lost to the Patriots, a well-respected team, well-coached team. Why not give him another shot? I still ain't feeling Belichick's little ripped sweater, though. He needs to just put on something that looks clean. I'm, I'm feeling the ripped shot. I'm going to make that into one of my styles now, Belichick. <laughs> Long as Nike though, no Reebok. <laughs> no Reebok. That uh, totally screwed my endorsement deal. <laughs> um, we we got an update here. Update on that. It huh? says replay shows Johnson may have cut a tire, sending him into the outside wall, or he just got loose. Um, pit road is open. Probably got loose. Hamlin races off of pit road. He'll be penalized for speeding. <laughs> and that might have, and that might have been the field clear. It says that's at six fourteen. That's the latest Yahoo update. Mm-hmm. And it seems as though Mark Martin dropped down. Oh, and also Matt Kenseth is now leading. Mark Martin dropped into the fourth position, like I just said. And Martin Jamie McMurray's Truex. two. Jamie McMurray two. Mark Martin Truex Jr. three drop, dropped down from first place. Yeah, it's it's. Let's see. Is anybody else that we care about moved up? Um, Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch. Hendricks Motorsports. Number five now in the top five. Earnhardt's falling to 14th. Um, Gordon's at 21. That's okay. He'll bounce back. Johnson's at 19. That's as of lap 167. Greg Biffle in the same spot. Yeah, actually, ladies and gentlemen, I don't think we're giving you the completely accurate one, two, three, because this this is saying leaders as of lap 167, and my, our little update on the side is saying that 
it's up to one lap, lap 176. So we're not giving you completely accurate results. So don't blame us if we sound a little behind. Yeah. But we'll kick yes. <laughs> True. Um, but um, also as I look at these pictures of Cameron Diaz, Lindsay Lohan, and Jennifer Lopez on the right screen, all three of them can get the business. <laughs> That is very true. Um, we do not discriminate, though. We love women of all colors. So, yeah, please. Don't don't feel, don't, don't be shy. It. Don't be shy. But um, any other NFL stuff you want to talk about besides Marty getting fucked over? Um, yeah. Um, San Diego put themselves in such a predicament, seeing as though it doesn't seem to be much options out there for head coaching right now. Yeah. It looks as though from the interviewing standpoint, they're trying to get a new up-and-coming coach to become the head coach by interviewing, you know, Mike Singletary, defensive coach for the 49ers, Ron Rivera, defensive coordinator for the Chicago Bears, a couple other guys. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's going to turn out too well. But they are getting maybe the best talent in the whole NFL as a collective group. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just see because Chargers ain't been in the Super Bowl since '94. It was the only appearance, and um, and I'm kind of hoping this comes back to bite the Chargers in the ass. No disrespect to the Chargers players, you guys are a pretty good bunch of guys. I really like Philip Rivers' game too. I never really had a problem with him. This, like, I watched a couple times, and they are in the AFC West where, where the most feared team in football is, the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> they have the most feared defense, maybe, but their offense... It sucks. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, high school offense, who knows? You can't move the football. You should not be in the NFL on any level, not even a practice squad, you gotta be able to move the football. Exactly. You gotta be able to move the football. Exactly. No excuse. Randy Moss not showing up for games, getting frustrated. You know, God, this is the reason why they shipped you out of Minnesota. Nobody has prop has time to be dealing with your issues. You know, first of all, you get older. People don't know if you can still do what you do. I I pretty much still think you could do it because you should have fresh legs in as though you don't run any routes. Yeah, no bull. You run 10 yards, turn around. Yeah. And hope nobody's covering you. And then, I, you cry, then you cuss about not getting the fucking ball. Shut up, Randy. God. Then your attitude sucks, buddy. Um, you know, as you get older, you should be a little more mature, man. Try to get your teammates, rally your teammates, become a leader. Obviously, it doesn't seem as though you are a leader, but you know, at least at least get yourself together, man. Try to revive your career because you are one of the greatest talents the NFL has ever seen, man. Just just start using it, man, before it's too late. And it, and it also the Joey Porter, uh, um, Joey Porter, the um. Was that right now? Probably Joey Porter. Do they have the same name, the wide receiver and the, the Raiders wide receiver and the dude that plays for Pittsburgh? I think Jerry Porter. Jerry Porter, yes. The Jerry Porter situation was ridiculous last year. I'm really hoping the Raiders either deal him or he just mans up and gets his yeah. money or something. Jerry Porter, you as well. You was an up and coming receiver back when you had uh Timmy what, Timmy Brown? Yeah, Tim Brown was around and Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. You know, you, you got to learn from two of the greatest, man. And, and you're fucking just it up. Just because the Raiders suck, you know, you might, you know, morale might maybe a little down because the team, you know, isn't pr- productive. But, you know, you, you got to, first of all, you need to play for pride as a man. Not to get kicked around like that. Second of all, you don't sit and just watch your teammates battle it out and get their butts kicked. And then laugh at them on the sidelines. 
in front terrible. of the crowd. What's up with that, man? Um, but um, I was about to make a prolific point. And I forgot. Fuck. <laughs> Al Davis, man. I know you love the Raiders. The Raiders are your life, man. But you know, I'm, it might be time to turn the reins over. I wish. It might be time to turn the nah, reins over. You know what? I like Al Davis, man. I hope Al Davis. I wish you all the luck in the world in trying to bring your team back. Yeah, me too. Consider I'm a fan. <laughs> but um, what I was gonna say about um Jerry Porter though is why don't you take an example from Barry Sanders? Cause Barry Sanders is on the Detroit Lions for crying out loud. And he played all those years. I mean, the Lions made the playoffs and stuff. Like they did make the playoffs. I ain't gonna front on that. But some of the Lions teams are terrible. Right. And he still came to play every single day. And he still went and got his hundred yards every single game he played. Yeah. And he, I mean, he complained some, but you ain't see him say, right. oh, "I'm holding out, I ain't playing." He didn't throw his teammates under the bus. He showed up for every game, man. A lot of people in this new day and age, they 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 collecting paychecks, man. They not doing it for the love of the game as well. And when you're not doing it for the love of the game, people can get hurt. Pretty much. So guys, just just get it together, please. You both are great talents, man. Just just use it before it, um it, you you waste it. But um, I think since we're talking about my team, we might as well take take a few minutes to talk about the 49ers as well. Yeah, yeah. For the Niners, I'm I'm really uh, impressed. Everybody me. thought we were going to be the worst team in the NFL, and we actually towards the last couple of weeks of the season had a chance to win our division. So uh, that being said, big shout out. You know, to the whole 49ers organization, because people saying that over the past, you know, 10 years or so that it's been one of the worst run organizations and sports. Yeah, ever since um the Bartolos, yeah, yeah the whole debacle. But uh, yeah, good, good shout out to um, Alex Smith. You know, everybody thought that you were gonna suck. <laughs> you were very consistent this year. You didn't have flashy numbers, but it's your second year, man. You were stoned. In the five, pretty much your first year in the league, you you have improved a lot, bro. You you showed your well. athletic ability, running out of the pocket, making things happen with your legs. And big shout out to Frank Gore. Yeah, Frank, Frank Gore. Gore. My the U from the U. Yes, Miami. He showed that he could come back from two knee injuries in Miami. Because of those two knee injuries. He um he pretty much gave two other running backs from Miami University the chance to become first round draft picks. That's very true. Who Clint Portis? Yes, and also um Willis McGahee. McGahee. Yes. yes, yes. So you know, and he still turned out to be pretty pretty good. He he should have been an All Pro, but you know. Yeah. The Damian Thompson, Larry Johnson, you know, one day he will be there though. It looks yes. like he will be. So good job, Frank Gore. I want to send a shout out to Willis McGahee too, because he's still running hard, motherfucker. Too. Yeah, he's still running hard. Nice to see you coming back from that knee injury you suffered from a few years ago, man. Cause that was gross. Keep running hard. Yes, it was gross. Try uh, to try to think about the people at home next time you get your knee broke. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them to turn the cameras away. <laughs> Something. That, that's another thing, Bone. I have to pick. When a serious injury happens, and it's real graphic. Why continuously show a replay? First of all, it's insensitive to the player and their families. Second of all, a lot of people drinking beer and eating pizza and wings and shit. I'm not trying to throw my food back up. Third of all, from a person with leg problems, I don't want to see that shit again to give me nightmares at nighttime about what happened to me. Yeah, I have to agree with that. Yeah, because so. 
like um like like uh, like with the Frank Gore injury, who else messed up the knee previous in the Super Bowl even, like um that running back from the Bears. Uh not not Thomas Jones. Oh, um, Cedric Benson. Cedric, yeah, Benson kind of got his turnaround. I mean, one of his graphic, but it still showed like sixteen times for you yes. run away from it. And the Joe Theismann leg break thing that should be banned from television and videos everywhere. Yeah, Nastiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Something we got our door open all of a sudden. Yeah. Um. We don't want the dog if that's what you're doing, because he does not want us. Yeah. Guest appearance by Brooklyn. Yeah. See, that's messed up, Angel. Yeah, you're going to go start wow. crying as soon as you close the door. Guest appearance by Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, they, they ship the dog off to us. It's all good. Shout out to Brooklyn, who um gets no love from Mommy once he starts barking. Um, yeah, also, we got we got a race update here. It looks like Dale Jr. is currently in third, according to this. And he might win on the sixth anniversary of his father's tragic death. That's what they're saying. So I haven't got the official update over this side, but they're saying Dale Jr. is third right now. <laughs> so big shout out to Dale Jr. Because I like your father better than you, but I still got respect for you because you are his son. Yeah, to tell you the truth, Dale Jr., I think you're a good racer, man. It's cool that you inherited some of your father's fans. I just think it's unfortunate that they think you're the second coming to them, seeing as though they, yeah, that's a lot of yeah, pressure. That's a lot of pressure. That's unfair. Homie. I I I hate to be in your shoes, man. I mean, just keep keep your head up, man. You know. Yeah, Although a lot of your fa- yeah, a lot of your fans hate Jeff Gordon for some reason. It's all right. I still like you, um, even though I'm a Jeff Gordon fan. But um, here, here's another question. Plus I'm big and I'll beat anybody's ass who says different. <laughs> another topic we gonna get into. We gonna talk about the NBA on this with um us less than an hour and a half away from the 2007 All Star game, yes. which I'm sure the West will probably win. Even though I love the East, I just don't see it happening. Um. What the fuck is up with the Celtics, though? Why can they not put together even one win? Injuries, man. I know they're injured, but I mean, it's the well, NBA. First of all, they have a very young team, which a lot of people in the NBA do have. Yeah. But when some of your leaders and your, and your uh, main players are out with injuries, and you already have a young team, that affects the chemistry of the team. I, you know, you want to work as one big machine, man, but when a couple pieces, important pieces are missing, you can't run as effective. That's true. I mean, they've been losing a lot of close games of late, which means, you know, they have been playing hard. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they, they just need to get everybody back together. You know, it might be a couple of trades. Who knows? Because I heard rumors about Paul Pierce maybe wanting to go to a contender. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't think they'll move Pierce, yo. I, I don't think they'll move him either. Because uh, uh, of all the Celtics they've had over the years, like, Paul Pierce the most consistent is like Dino right. Raja. <laughs> I think they would have all been in pretty good shape if Antoine Walker knees didn't ever go out. That's true. And they had to trade him away. Yeah. He got his title, though, so that's definitely yeah. not fair to Paul Pierce. Not fair it at is. all. Came back by Boston and ass, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say, though, the Celtics had to be probably one of my favorite NBA franchises. Like, I'm a Bulls fan. But, I mean, you just got to respect the history there and the fact that they've had so many All-Stars and, like, you never heard anything bad about them. Another, like everybody, like you ever heard, like right? People actually wanted to go to play for Boston, not really for the money or anything. They actually they just wanted to play for the team. I like the Yankees. And like um, oh fuck, and just buy everybody. But um, like Larry, the only bad thing I ever heard about Celtics, Celtics, Larry Bird talking shit to everybody, because yeah. <laughs> he used to piss people off. You know? 
Hey, Larry Bird, that's what's up, man. It's all about shit talking, homie. Yeah, it's probably why I, I, I always thought him and Magic was gonna get in a fight back in the 80s. Yeah. But they're friends. They make nice and shit. I used to like saying you a very underrated battle between you and my boy Dominique. Oh, they showed a dunk Dominique did on Bird yesterday. And Bird made the mistake of sticking his hand out in front of Dominique when he's trying to dunk. Yes. He could have gotten his hand broke, though. But he didn't, thank goodness. Because Dominique was so athletic and showed a little heart while he was mid-air. Yeah, pretty much. Um, pretty much. But, um, Such a supreme athlete. Well, let's talk, let's talk about a little NCAA basketball. Because yes. the Mighty Gators lost last night. To Vanderbilt. Very impressive-looking Vanderbilt team from what I saw. Oh, yeah, I saw that as well. I believe they lost by 13 points. Yeah, like and then um, North Carolina, they beat Boston College barely. A ranked Boston College team on the road. They pulled it out. And UCLA also won. So who's number one come poll time? Ball? Number one come poll time will be Ohio State. Ohio State, yeah, that's right. They, they, they Unfortunately, Ohio State will be number one. I don't like Ohio State. I've never But been if they play Carolina in, on a neutral court, Carolina... 9.5 out of 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that means they win one half. Screw the fan five. It was only one real fan five, and they took money, so they don't even count <laughs> going to history. I mean, the fan five was still nice, though. Yeah, it's just unfortunate. I mean, the time, the time that the fan five came around, there were great teams out there, like Carolina, the Dukes, Kentucky. Wow, you just called it said Duke had a great team. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, that was right. the late in the years, though, so you got to give you credit right, for that in right. the early years. For, for goodness sake, they had Leitner and Hill, Hill and the other Hill. Hill. <laughs> and Hurley. Yep. Yeah. I mean, who do that other than Carolina? Who could compete with that? <laughs> UNLV. They had Stacey Ogman for Oh, yeah, Island. UNLV. They might have had the most talented team I've ever seen in, in my life. Greg Anthony. And, and Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson. The most. And yo, if you don't put Larry Johnson in the Hall of Fame, I'll be very upset with y'all. I think their backup point guard went to the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, our, our, that was probably the most talented team to ever set foot in the college basketball. Tarkanian de- definitely did his thing when he I don't know how he pulled that off. All of them must have been former convicts or something. That's gorilla, son. Like Larry Johnson, you broke? Yeah, you want $100,000? Sure. Yeah, come to my school. Well, Pretty I much. mean, it's not that hard to sell Vegas, though. Come on now. I mean, for the city of Las Vegas, man, it's not that hard to sell or a kid to want to go to school down there. That's the equivalent, pretty much, to selling a kid to go to Southern Cal or, yeah. or Miami. It really is. It looks like um, in our little um, Daytona 500 update, as of lap 186, looks like Mark Martin is in the lead now. Mark Martin in the lead. Earnhardt's falling back to fifth. Um, Kenseth is at seventh. Truex is falling to ninth. So he might be out of contention because there's only like 15 more laps to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's Jeff Gordon at? Jeff Gordon is currently sitting at, he's still at 21. 21? Yes. Mm. Yes, he is. So, so let's hope for a big wreck <laughs> that nobody gets hurt in a course. <laughs> yeah, but um, we're gonna go ahead and take a break as soon as um this um Adobe Audition thing starts working again, so I can stop this. But we'll be back with your um hopefully your results from the Daytona 500 and also more idle chatter. <laughs> You're listening to the Hyphen and Easy Show Sunday Wrap Up, the podcast. 
Yeah, this mic's all turned around, but we're back. Yes, we are. For the last part of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Had to take a little Daytona 500 bathroom break, pizza break. Big things happening in NASCAR during the last few laps of the race. Apparently, Matt Kenzel got in the back of Jamie McMurray. And Jamie McMurray got loose, of course. And then he started a nice little pileup. Which included Dale Earnhardt Jr., who messed up the front of his car pretty bad. And Jeff Gordon. Yes. And other superstars that I can't remember right now. Actually, I, I think Dale Jr. got hit in, in the wreck before that one. Oh, oh, we're talking about the... Okay. Yeah, actually... We're, we're talking about the wrong... I was talking about the wrong wreck. We're talking about the wreck at the very end of the race. That's what a few laps ago. The one that they kind of called caution on, but they let Martin and... Um, Kenzie? I don't who, think it was Kenzie. Who ran? Who won the race? Um, Harvick. Harvick. Harvick and Martin. They let Martin and Harvick run, and um, everybody else just got a crash. <laughs> it, it was real ugly. If you weren't watching that, it was pretty bad. But I have to say, it was an exciting way to end the race. Kevin Harvick came all the way back from eighth place, to take first away from Martin at the very last second. Martin couldn't get ahead of him, and he beat him by. It looks like the hood of his car. Yeah. Half of his car. So, Beat him by the news. Pretty much. So Mark Martin still does not have a Daytona 500 victory, but Kevin Harvick now has his first. Yes, and we need to make a correction. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was involved in that wreck we were talking about um, that started to cap- caution with a few laps ago. On the final lap, Jeff Gordon was involved in the last wreck. And there was also, I believe it was Harvick's teammate, I don't can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he flipped and his car caught on fire and everybody was like, ooh, ah. Jack Daniels 7 car. But um, he got out and everything's okay. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard about Jimmy Johnson or um, Tony Stewart punching anybody, so. Yeah. Um, Looks like everybody kept their tempers in check. Even Mark Martin, who kind of got screwed over at the end. Looks like everybody took the wreck okay. Well, the mini wrecks. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, because what was... How many cautions was there? Like, they said nine or so? Or Probably, because I know we, we saw we saw two, two at the end of yeah, the race. Yeah, I was just at the end, and It so. was up to six or seven by then, before yeah. the end. But, um, 2007 Daytona 500 goes to Kevin Harvick. Congratulations to him. Yes. Fortunately, Jeff Gordon or Darren Hart Jr. did not pull out the win. Jeff Gordon did finish a respectable 12th, even after wrecking his car. Arnhart finished like 30-something. <laughs> and in very last place was, um, Kurt, fuck, I don't remember. Was it Kurt Busch and Tony Stewart was pretty much somewhere in for, between 40th and 43rd. Right. So that was fun. <laughs> that was fun. But, um, also like talk about a serious problem. Get your pet spayed or neutered. (laughs) 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 The All-Star game should have started by now. The East versus West out in Las Vegas. That's currently on um, TNT. For those of you who have cable television, you can check that out and see who's going to win. Most of us should have that type of technology by now. Most of us should. That's correct. Um, Also, at 9.30, a new episode of Family Guy does come on. Um, no, nine nine thirty. I'm sorry, nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. I get my I get confused sometimes, but nine o'clock. Family Guy does come on, featuring the one and only Peter Griffin. Yes, sir, and Stewie Griffin, and Stewie Griffin, and Lois Griffin, and Herbert. 
<laughs> Don't forget to stretch those crammy hamstrings. <laughs> kills me, yo. Absolutely kills me. But um, what's the big shout out to the Chinese dude who came um and brought us our Chinese today? Yes. Because he, he didn't give up once he got to the door and nobody answered. He went around back and found me and Ed sitting yeah. in the back. Yeah, big kudos for that. So, and the food was good too. Yeah, even though he did his little Mike Epps um, ghetto knock. <laughs> Nobody can hear it. <laughs> I just saw a big round face in the in the window. Yeah, it kind of scared me. Like, oh, man's Redria. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. Because the Chinese takeout people, you ever, you ever notice when they kind of get doing it, always act like they try and get in. Yeah. And, instead of waiting for you to open it. They're in a hurry, I guess. Like, dude, what, you, what the hell are you doing? Trying to get in my house. I can't, I can't call it. The hell? Can't call it. Um, there was something else I was going to talk about, but I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> uh, hey, Peter Griffin, I just want to say I forgive you because first and foremost, we should have gave a shout out to you at the beginning of the podcast. So, Peter Griffin, I apologize. Big shout out to Peter Griffin. Yeah, Peter Griffin, that was for you, buddy. <laughs> Propane. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Um, it's it's currently cold outside here in good old West Virginia, as usual. Yes, and snow has fallen. Um, and Big Easy looks like he's all packed, ready to go early in the a.m. Yes, very true. Then I'm gonna make my way home. Words, so you can be back in the con- friendly confines, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna sling my meat across the room, take my ass for an afternoon nap, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and in case you don't remember, tomorrow is President's Day. Yes. For those of you who don't have to work, um, a lot of schools are still in session. No, um, I have to go to school because I am in college. No respect for the national holidays. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think Brooklyn just got put back in his cage. He's having a little problem with barking. So um, Angel keeps putting him in the cage because he's being a little asshole and he deserves it. He's having a little attitude problem right now. He just keeps barking. You don't get it. It's because he's a boy. Boys are hard-headed. True. True. Oh, I think her camera's True. True. Yeah, it looks like you may be out of power, buddy. Or wait. Hold up. I'm bringing it back. <clears throat> bringing it back. Let's see. I'm going to try it again. Okay. I got the video going again. Sorry about that. Um... Man, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Uh, oh, uh, I, uh, for all of you that um, I, I I suddenly can't talk. Just want to tell you a little reminder that um, tomorrow night, Heroes does come on at nine p.m. on NBC. Twenty four comes on, right? Yeah, right. twenty four also comes on at nine p.m. on Fox. So, if you're like myself, you have a DVR and have them rock, locked and loaded like me. Um, let's talk about twenty four for a little bit, though. Yeah. Um, this is the sixth day, the sixth season, and um, like I I haven't seen all the seasons, but thankfully, thankfully, due to a great um Valentine's Day gift, I now have all the seasons. But I've only seen the first season, but I'm thinking the sixth season is it's very good so far. Yes. I haven't yes. had any complaints at all. Has me on the edge of my seats constantly. Like the the um, I'm gonna warn you now. There's gonna be some spoilers in case you're just trying to hold off from waiting. It. So spoilers, if you're listening, stop because in case you don't want to know. But 
Apparently, that, like, there's been terrorist attacks in America for, like, I, I can't remember, I think three weeks or something. Mm-hmm. And then Jack Barr gets released from the Chinese prison, and he's released to this dude named Fayed, a terrorist. And Fayed made the mistake of not killing him immediately. Yes. <laughs> and so Jack escaped, and then they found out that the guy the government was going after wasn't the right guy. And so... Oh, okay. Just making sure I wasn't, she wasn't calling for me. Um, So... Jack saved the guy that he was going to kill falsely. He found out who was behind it, and they keep making mistakes. Every time they get close to catching Fayed or maybe possibly stopping him, something goes wrong. And it even went so far once that they lost a nuclear bomb. Like, a nuclear bomb went off in L.A., the L.A. area. And that's pretty huge because, I mean, if that happened in real life, you know, that, that would be something. That's a lot of lives. Yeah. They said they lost thousands of people and jack was trying to quit and everything and then jack jack decided he was still in so and actually and then the plot even twisted some more find out that his father's company was the one that had the nukes that fayed has and it's crazy you need to be watching 24 i'm not going to go into it all it's hot <laughs> it's hot like fire hot like fire but i'm um, also coming on tonight for you wrestling buffs we're going to talk a little wrestling here in a little bit um before nine o'clock hour wraps um, um, Hogan knows best does come on, does come on, <laughs> and apparently, um, Vince McMahon is offering Hogan a twenty-year wrestling contract, and he and the other Hogans are discussing this development and everything's going on. Nikki's looking at us with bewildered eyes right now, wondering what the hell's going on. We're podcasting. Open, it, close the door. You messed it up the booth. No reaction. Wow. Yeah, this is currently a studio right now. And they're messing up the sacredness of the studio. It, it's cool, but um, what else comes on tonight? Well, I mean, some real life comes on for you into that. Um, American Dad, Simpsons, Simpsons already went off, whatever, so if you're into that. But tomorrow night, um, besides 24 and Heroes, also you have great shows coming on, such as I Love New York and the White Rapper Show. True. And I Love New York is down to like six dudes. And um, White Rapper shows down on the final three rappers. So don't forget to tune into those. Hopefully, like myself, you have a DVR. Um, but uh, we're going to talk a little wrestling. Like, I just showed showed Ed the end of the 2007 Royal Rumble when uh, Undertaker pretty much came in and handled his. And dominated. He did definitely Truly dominate. Dominated. Had, Especially that giant of a guy. He dominated. Yeah, the great Kali. Yeah, he looked yeah, look like he shit his pants when he saw the Undertaker. <laughs> he was, like, way bigger than him. <laughs> And you can say whatever you want, that wrestling's fake or whatever, but we enjoy wrestling, so screw you. Yes, it's great entertainment. Keyword, entertainment. Entertainment. So all you ladies out there who try to keep your guys from watching wrestling by telling them it's fake, you can piss off. P-I-S-S oath. Uh-huh, grow some bigger booze. Maybe it'll pay more attention <laughs> to you. But um, apparently, um, caught a little bit of, um, I, think, I think two weeks ago we caught I caught some Raw. And apparently, WrestleMania got Batista and Undertaker. Undertaker going for Batista's title. Then you have, um, they haven't really said who's going after Lashley's title at ACW. But then you have Shawn Michaels going for John Cena's title at WrestleMania. So it looks like WrestleMania is shaping up to be pretty good. Pretty good. But um, <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and wrap up this podcast. Ed just <laughs> Ed suddenly had... Yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. But um, for, for Big Easy, who's currently in the bathroom, I'm B-Hyphen. And um, this is the Hyphen and Easy podcast, the Sunday edition. 
Signing off. Thanks for listening. Girl Holly Quinn, aka Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode, Q and Slay, or Theater from Our Butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. Yo, what, <laughs> what happened to Gaga? Let's go. Like, where's Gaga's career? Like, well, I guess is it just some um, the she, classic? She just had it. Was in the Stars Born. Though. Yeah, it's a classic. But that's like, what's her real name in real life? Stephanie. Oh, uh, shout out to you, Steph. But where's the where's the paparazzi sequel? Does anyone want a paparazzi part two? Didn't she try to make it like for like two albums after the Fame Monster Are and you? kept failing? Oh, so she's and that's why she did Joanne. Oh, so she's basically trying to redo her whole career. Well, she kind of she's, <laughs> she's at the point where she's done it. Like Star is Born was the final thing she did the Tony Bennett albums, and then she she did the Joanne album, which is supposed to be like the stripped down version. And now she did Star is Born, so now it's like she can kind of do whatever she wants now, whenever she's ready to come back out. Well, hold on. So I think whenever Bradley Cooper did Star is Born. He's basically, because, okay, you seen Star Wars 1, right? No, I didn't see it. Oh, I didn't know who was in it. Fuck. So, one, you'll, you'll like it if you watch it. You'll like it. Do you, Great movie. Do you think, so do you remember when she did the song on SNL? Yeah. The, the, ass, the awful song? Yeah, watch. I can't. It was, it was, I didn't the song was in like, Why uh, you come around with an ass, ass like that? Say it again, Kelly. Why are you coming around with an ass like that? Like, so do you think that song was purposely bad? Yes, 100%. That was the point in the movie to show that she, was, she wasn't making her own music. Like, she was making music, and she was becoming more popular and gaining notoriety, which she always wanted. But she was also not being true to the music that got her to that point. And that's what Bradley Cooper's problem was. Imagine Justin Timberlake making the song, which he probably has before. Why you come around with an ass like that? Like, like I could, that sounds like a 2003 Justin lyric. Like, oh, yeah, it's definitely. probably unjustified. Oh, it, it did not make the Justified album. It was. Didn't Eminem make a whole song like that too? Like, <laughs> 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 it's like ass like that. Like, yep. Uh, encore. No. Shout out to Encore. No, don't shout out that album. <laughs> don't shout out that album. <laughs> Y'all no. know that Eminem's been closed and replaced, right? And that the real Eminem hasn't been around since 2004. So you're saying the real Slim Shady cannot stand up? <laughs> no, because he's dead. Oh, shout out to you. That's the rumor. Shout out to the Eminem. And he was screen. cloned, and Eminem has been around ever since. This is a real thing that was making news sites that Eminem wow. was cloned. Oh, when you say news sites, do you mean like Breitbart or do you mean like CNN? Like hip hop sites. Oh, well, shout out to hip hop journalism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No offense, Elliot. <laughs> shout out to Elliot. Shout out to Wyatt. Oh, man. But no, Star is Born was definitely a classic. I think so too. Did you see it in the theater? Oh hell no! I, the I funny did. Thing, I listened to the rewatchable, and then that was that was so so good. I was like, yeah, let me just watch it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it, 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 it earned a rewatchable. It's really good. Yeah, I, I saw it in the theater. Me and Angel went with a couple of friends. 
and I was really impressed. I was excited for it when I saw the trailer. Did you cry? Hell yeah. Toast to that. Cry Nation. Toast to Cry Nation. Cry Nation. Toast to Cry Nation. Oh yeah, I was I I was definitely struck. <laughs> and I watched it like the second time I watched it, I was I, I almost cried again. Mm-hmm. That movie was like really bomb. It's, now, you know what it is? It's always I'm not gonna ruin it for Ant, but it's always like the 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 last part. You know when like she looks into the camera, yeah. but like mm-hmm. the part before that. Yes. Was, yeah, that is always. When you listen the part. to the soundtrack, do you listen to the Gaga version only, or do you listen to the movie version? I have not listened to that. Okay, I always listen to the movie version. I would have put, and it, it feels just as impactful. I would have put Stars Born in the in the top albums just from the movie alone. Mm-hmm. So, is there any extra songs like on that corner? The whole thing is solid. Like honestly, the worst song on there is a purposely bad song, and then even that song is still catchy as hell. Why did you do that? Do that? Do that? Do that? Do that to me? You should not put that. On. Like, it worked in the concept of the film though. But yeah, it's as far as soundtrack. And can you imagine who's your favorite singer? Who would you say your favorite singer? Scott Stapp. No. Actually probably Miles Kennedy. Can you imagine Miles making a, a duet classic song with why you come around with an ass like that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> imagine like imagine like fucking like Sam Cooke. The seminal classic, Why You Come Around with Mass like that. That would have set the world on fire. Why did you do that? But no, yeah, I think that song is pretty good. Oh, so you need a napkin out here. No, I got napkins, bro. Use them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was more for the stickiness that was on my finger. Great ice cream. Oh, right oh, awesome. Awesome. No god pod. Great ice cream. I sticky fingers. You went from the con man to sticky fingers. All in one If I'm sticky fingers and that makes you um that makes you um I'm a quarter water man. You are the quarter water man. <laughs> oh my god, what's his name? The other dude from Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> you're Fredro. You're Fredo. Fredro Star. Yes. I mean, he his career is really <laughs> interesting. He went from like the super hardcore rap group to like Moesha. Like that's, that's a hell of a. Art. Yo, he used to make me so mad. Don't get me wrong. Like Onyx was very believable as a rap group. When he got on Moesha, and then Brandy's like, "Well, Q, like here come Q," and then he got, "What's up, shorty?" <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. He was come at least 26 in high school. Out of probably, <laughs> probably 31. <laughs> he was short enough to be in high school, though. Sunset Park, man. It's classic. Sunset Park. Sunset Park is good. And he also played Bird on the wire. Oh, fuck Bird. <laughs> Bird like, loves that gun. You never finished. Oh you god, never, god, that's right. I forgot about him. Well, you never finished the wire, did you? Yeah, no, you did. I did. Oh god. I like randomly. I like watch random wire episodes. Like a couple weeks ago, I just so like watched like thirty. Like well, uh, the, the, last, bro- the, the finale. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just watched like his. Um, 
Because once, like, I wish they would put it on Netflix, honestly. Well, you gotta get HBO now. No, now we'll go, but. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. should not take it ever off there, bro. Wow. The first time I ever. The wire should be on PBS. Free. (laughs) Just like uh, Sesame Street. Yes, yes. But, um. I remember the first time, the only time I owned the wire, I definitely got off eBay from some bootleg Chinese seller. So, so shout out to the Chinese. <laughs> remember my 24 that Angel got me that had like the first six seasons? That was from China. Yeah. And then all the Chinese yeah, yeah. markings and yeah. everything on it. True story. It, it worked, right? It worked. But it only lasted like, like three years. And then the CDs stopped being able to be read. <laughs> so I had like bootleg other episodes to watch. So, but yeah, man, shout out to the wife. Yeah, for sure. subscribe and comment this has been a hyphen podcast network production they're the bestest i'm getting paid at exposure